Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Morg. How you doing, bud? Oh boy, I am glad to be back after, oh, let me see, uh, two weeks of no internet, a, uh, a night shift that I didn't plan on, and Thanksgiving that I just celebrated last, last weekend. So yeah, it's nice to be back again, finally, for once. Yeah, and, and just so the audience know, uh, knows who, who aren't aware, uh, we did not time travel. Uh, Canada has a different Thanksgiving date than we do. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> second weekend in October. It's uh, different. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's like, because we just need an actual holiday, like an actual stat that people can take off. Ours is specifically, like, I think the third Thursday of November. The third Thursday. Yeah, that's why we have Black Friday, because Black Friday is when Christmas starts. Christmas shopping. Uh, Quote, unquote, starts. But, you know, I've seen Christmas decorations up since beginning of October. So I'm not normally the person who's, like, all excited for Halloween and stuff. But um, I did relay a couple really funny memes that had Jack Skellington kicking Santa into a well saying this is Halloween. Oh my like, this god. Is, <laughs> like this is Sparta. This is Halloween! And then, yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to still keep that debate going whether or not A Night Before Christmas is a, <laughs> a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie, and I say it's both. Yeah, I was going to say, why not both? 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 Both is good. That's, you know, when people do the commercial, it's a little girl and she's like, why not both? Right. That, why not that, both? Uh, and they're like, yay. That, that gif or whatever. Yes. My favorite is from the road to El Dorado when they're that like, good, which yeah. one? He's both? like, both, 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 both is good. Both, both is good. <laughs> they like both. Oh, I love it. So uh, to to uh, belatedly uh, explain, this is the Hunter's Hub is a video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community. Um, of course, we still talk about Monster Hunter quite, quite a bit. We will be talking about it quite a bit today, um, especially with Morg being as, as awesome of a hunter as he is and missing a lot of news and updates and stuff lately. Oh, um, boy, Morg, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what we're going to be focusing on for like a main topic is paid and unpaid DLC. Uh, so we're going to make it into a broader topic, but as monster hunter fans know, this is a hot topic right now. Um, because we, what we got was these paid DLC, uh, cosmetic weapon skins. Mm-hmm. And what, it's 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 weird to me because we haven't had paid DLC cosmetics in Monster Hunter until Monster Hunter World. Monster exactly. Hunter World's the first time that we had that. And if you and if you imagine like most people started in World or very soon before that or whatever. So some people just like okay, that's just par for the course for Monster Hunter. A lot of a lot of you know local friends here didn't really get into Monster Hunter. Some one of them not even until Rise. Um, so they, they, they're not, you know, aware of some of the stuff that, you know, we've experienced as hunters before the games, not, not saying get off my lawn, you know, back in my day, Rathalos was a skinny chicken necked, you know, but <laughs> the goblin. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's been a newer thing in the monster Hunter community. So we're still trying to feel it out. I'm sure Capcom's trying to feel it out too. 
because you know they're kind of known at least the monster Hunter team for being the poster child of like good content on a game uh mm-hmm. large amounts of content large amounts of hours and i think this this whole ordeal uh to 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 me and i'll let you speak on this in just a second morgue Mm-hmm. Uh, is is a two-factor issue compounding down. So what we have is the games are not getting shorter per se, but the playtime is getting shorter because it's getting easier. Mm-hmm. And on top of it getting easier, we're, we're right, like, okay, so why not have more content? Now, when we say more content, like more quests, more monsters, yada, 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 like... You can, and I was holding out for a while for Rise and Sunbreak to have more content than World and Iceborne. Uh, Not that they were, not that World and Iceborne was going to match up to Generations Ultimate, which we just got done playing, Mm -hmm. but it didn't come near. And, you know, as a fan, it's a little disappointing, but you understand it's a new engine, new way of doing Monster Hunter, totally revamped system. So we got lesser, but more quality monsters, I would say. Well, I always think every monster's quality, aside from King Shakalaka, which can still just go die in a fucking hole. But I that's the only monster I hate. Um which I hate that they keep referencing him in different Monster Hunter games and not <laughs> giving him like just torturing me. Like with the, the Geralt quest in World, where we got the King Shakalaka little side mission monster. Yep. Yep, I remember that. Yep. <sighs> I don't know, like, the first time that I fought King Shakalaka, like, it was a complete surprise to me. I had no idea what it was getting myself into. I thought it was just a slightly bigger Shakalaka, but then once, like, the fight music kicks in, and you're like, wait a minute, something is not right, and then you see that he's dealing huge chunks of damage to you, and you're like, oh my god, and he's not flinching you either, so he's just racking the damage up. That's why I don't like him because he doesn't follow. He doesn't follow the rules of other monsters. He doesn't knock you back when you get hit. So he just, he just combos you down. It's like, it's like if you played Elden Ring, it's like fighting blood loss. You're like, ow, ow, ow. I'm dead. Yeah, pretty much for, for King Chocolate. I think like he's one of those few, um, I don't want to say monsters, but like one of those few fights that you get into where like ever since I first fought him, He's always terrified the crap out of me, and I had no idea mm-hmm. how to deal with him like the first couple of times that I fought him because, God, like he was so tiny. He was so fast, and he just packed yeah. such a wallop. It but took he had a lot of concentration. Cool he, mm-hmm. he does. I will admit that he's a cool monster in concept, but his fight alone is what makes me hate him. Like mm-hmm. his fight, how it breaks the rules of every other monster in that game. Now, we're going back to Freedom Unite, talking about yeah. King Shakalaka. We're talking. This is generations behind where we're at now. Mm-hmm. But today we got these. We have these paid DLC things that not, that are newer to this to the franchise, and I, I I think people are really like me. Like, okay, so where's the content? Oh, you worked on a content that we had to pay for instead of giving us more monsters as etc i'm not saying i hold that opinion but i am one of the people that i feel like i would rather just have more monsters now for me i would rather have more monsters in lieu of afflicted apex you know all those all those extra mechanic things that they try to do in the end game i get mm-hmm. what you're doing i get what you're doing monster hunter team 
You want us to have a fun, grindy end game where we can do something. And I'm for that. But just make it normal monsters, please. Like, it helps with crown hunting. It helps with other content. I don't, I don't want... You know, if you want to put in special materials for those quests, that's fine. Just put them on the quest rewards like you did with Camellius. Mm-hmm. All right? Don't make it an afflicted... Mo- <sighs> I, that's not what we're here to talk about. You, you mm-hmm. guys have heard me rant about this. Morg has it, but I've ranted about this at least four times. Oh, where wow. I have- four times? You feel very strongly about this. I, I had no I, idea. And here I, I am. Do. I'm I, I've been playing uh, Rise every now and then when I get the chance and I'm like I'm fighting afflicted monsters so I'm like, "Damn, this is the difficulty that I was asking for." Like this is something it's, that actually makes it it's a like, good, really fun. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't disagree. It is mm-hmm. difficult enough that it's challenging and fun. I just would rather we have like in a perfect perfect example, Risen Camellius versus Afflicted Monsters. Yes. Now yes. Risen, Risen Camellius. Camellius. Oh. A fun was... challenging subspecies of a monster we already have. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I love it. Acceptable. Some new moves, but we're not dealing with all these weird mechanics where mm-hmm. they change up the fight so much. And I love Malzano. And I love his blood blight and stuff, but giving Malzina's blood blight to nearly every monster is a little much, guys. Like, come on. Like, the Morg, I am so passionate, but you know this game of the year we, we do, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And we have a dishonorable mention. Yeah. Rise was sitting on my dishonorable mention for a little while. Oh, like I no. moved it to dishonorable I moved it to dishonorable mention over the oh. afflicted stuff. Like I was that I was that passionate. It is no longer on the dishonorable mention. Um, I don't think you were here to see it more, but we are now going to do 10 and we're going to split it into two episodes this year instead oh. of doing a top five. Mm-hmm. So I hope you've played 10 games this year. Oh boy. Oh, this is, that's going to be very, very hard for me to decide on what kind of games are going to be on my list. But yeah, I think rise is pretty I'm... high on that list right now. I mean, like it's still pretty good. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have paid cosmetics as far as weapons go, but I mean, like the way that some people have been like, kind of like I d- boycotting or rebelling. I'm not quite sure like how you would voice oh, it. Oh, you mean but, like the good the room kicking? Yes, over it? yes, that's that is unacceptable. The, that is that, so that, mean. That, it is so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, like if people want to be able to you know support the support the developers by you know buying that kind of content, that's totally fine. If they think that the weapons look cool, that's totally fine. I mean, yeah. I'm still trying to get the Senator axe. Like for some strange reason, I can't get the big blue chopper as a layered weapon. I don't know why, but I mean, eh, whatever. Maybe I have to get into the game a little bit into the late game, a little bit further. But um, yeah, and then also for some strange reason, I have no access to the anti-aquatic uh, jewel. So I don't know if if I had access to it via paying for it. I guess I would call call me a sinner, but. Um, no, but I mean, like, it, honestly, like it, cosmetic weapons—they're not—they're not changing the meta. There, there's no competitive aspect to the game. It's a cooperative game. Yeah. The only competitive yeah. aspect to it is like self-imposed competitions. You know, time attacks. Well, That's really where it the, is. The, the yeah, I was gonna say people would argue the time attackers, but you know, mm-hmm. you know my opinion with the time attackers. 
I love the you time guys. It's... You're wonderful. You're wonderful Monster Hunter community members, but you know, I don't, the game's not designed for you and I don't have any sympathy for that. <laughs> no, no. Like ever since curious crafting came out for, for like, uh, the, uh, for the armors, no, no, it, it started to show more and more that it is not for time attackers, especially considering mm-hmm. that um, time attackers, uh, the curious crafting on PC is actually much more efficient uh, than it is for console players. Um, yeah. <laughs> but even then, I mean, like now they're trying to grind out like I think it's like four or five pages worth of skills in order to get the ultimate meta sets. And that way they can crush their times by like another two or three minutes. It is, it is something that I am so glad I do not strive for. Um, <laughs> I feel bad yeah. for them, but um, at the same on the same note, I mean, like that's something that they chose to get themselves into. But it that much was free. We didn't. We're not paying to have to do like you know curious crafting. It's not a gotcha no. game where you have to buy amber essence in order to be able to get your rolls in order for you to be able to try and get meta skills on your builds. Right. Um, so, so what, what, what would it look like if monster had loot boxes, which I think the general oh. consensus now that loot boxes have kind of gone out of style because they're considered gambling in most countries at this point. I'm pretty um, sure so- that the loot box system would be you having to pay for every time that you fight a monster. Um, <laughs> Because now, I would because the reward system charms, basically functions like that. I would say charms would be in the loot box system. That yeah. that's what I would see. Something something that is that level of randomness that mm-hmm. maybe there's like or they made an extra item. Now I'm not advocating for this in the slightest. This is just saying like, you know, there have been worse mechanics in other games. I feel like Monster Hunter's randomness is part of the you know, part of what makes it Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. but I, I really, really would rather the randomness mostly stick to the monster drops mm-hmm. rather than, like, okay, charms. We've been dealing with this since third gen, off and on, on on how this sort of mechanic works out and that kind of thing, and it's certainly gotten better yeah. over the years, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's it's it's. I'm used to it. So some mm-hmm. people don't like it, but, but I'm used to it since, you know, like what? 2009 is when try came out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're talking 13 years of me doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I mean like it, uh, RNG charms is not really the worst of it. I think the worst of no. it that I have seen is the Kulturov siege in high rank. That is probably the worst RNG yes. system that I had ever seen for any of the Monster Hunter games is RNG weapons that you have to grind out for every single siege that you do. It may take you one to four time, like four runs just for you to be able to get that one roll. And those rolls aren't even guaranteed for you to be able to get what you're looking for. You have to be able no. to get like all the points that you get from, from breaking specific parts on her, um, to be able to, um, to doing like, uh, like those, uh, random, uh, like check off, like those random tasks that you have to do on the checkboard for the list of stuff that you have to do in order for you to be able to rack up enough points in order for you to even be able to get those rare rolls. And those rare rolls don't even guarantee that you're even going to get what you're looking for because you have, what is it? 
five elements, four ailments, and 14 different weapons? Like, right. are, are are you guaranteeing, like, that you're going to be able to get what you're looking for? Or are you are you hoping to just craft the weapons? That was something that I wanted. And you yes. couldn't even use her materials to get better rolls until Master Rank, when I, you know, bitched and complained about it enough times to, um, on Twitter back when I was on it. Thank God I'm not. Um, I, but, yeah, I, I mean, like, fact, you couldn't I just, use... Uh... Yeah, I just tweeted uh, us us being live. I forgot to do that before the episode. Oh, I was too busy washing a a, a giant uh, t- um, train in Power Wash Simulator. Oh, lovely. Well, now everybody knows. But yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, yeah, like uh, high rank Kulf Taroth is probably the worst that I've seen. the The arch tempered elders is actually worse than the afflicted monsters, in my opinion, because. I agree. They're basically the same thing. Like, uh, yeah, they're they're basically yep. the same fight with bloated health values and with more yep. damage. It's not it's not different in my opinion. At least with the afflicted monsters, at least they have this ticking time bomb going off where it's like, oh, well, I have to hit this damage threshold, so in that way I can get a topple, or otherwise he's just going to blow uh, up in this aff- this afflicted cloud or whatever. At least they right, have it's, some it's sort a- of a gimmick. Whereas it's a, a DPS check. monsters, they had no gimmick. They were just yeah. shiny. I mean, that was it. You you didn't use them to be able to make new weapons. Afflicted yep. monsters allow you to do it. Um, new armor, well, curious crafting allows you to be able to get uh, you know important skills and slots and even defense boosts and stuff like that. Elemental boosts and stuff like that on your on your gear and it, it yeah it's mm-hmm. randomly generated but at least at least it was something that we got out of them most of the right. um arch tempered gear wasn't even very good except for i think the teostra helmet you know okay yeah sure great and maybe the namiel yeah. maybe namiel and i believe arch tempered velcana but that's iceborne if I we were looking at arch... like base world then I, I, yeah, not I much was the good arch about temper... it Valhazic. So I ran Valhazic and then I ran the arc tempered Valhazic. That um, was actually pretty good. Most of the skills that, were like rearranged in order, so in that way they were a little yes. bit more efficient. But yes, it was mostly the that. same skills. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean like then there was also like Behemoth and Leshen and to be honest, they weren't great. Um I feel like yeah, the I mean, game probably would have okay. been fine without those. Although having a Witcher crossover was a cool idea, and I liked it. But the Final yeah. Fantasy one, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really I, know about that one. And I yeah, sure, so. they were free. But I mean, like, also, like, if we were to talk to the fans and say that, yeah, they were upset about like the cosmetic weapons. Well, I mean, you had cosmetics as an option as far back as world and iceborne where you could like literally fill your room up with like decoration, like decorative pieces and like statues and whatnot that you paid for anyways. And then there's also the pre-order bonuses and the pre and the, and the premium package of uh, world and iceborne where you had like, uh, specialty decorations for your little hut where you can make it look like a castle, you could get knight's armor and stuff like that. But I mean, those were things that you paid for. And I mean, yeah, like even even now, we still pay for things like haircuts. We pay for uh, specialty tattoos. We pay, we pay for gestures and stuff like that. But it's all purely they, cosmetic. How are the weapons they, any different? 
as as uh, Eric's often points out, and I agree with him, there is not still not a su- sufficient beard in uh, paid DLC beard for uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, what I wouldn't give for one of those. I might I get I, I, I might get the spear my... bird mohawk, and I might get like a pretty di- the all oh, Admiral Gallius beard would be so sick. I'm just saying it needs to be an option yeah. or even uh, what's the, what's the name of the old man who wants you to take pictures of like the owls and stuff like that. The guy with the crazy swirly beard. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, that would be a name, fantastic yes. beard. Oh, but yeah, I mean yeah, like, I yeah. honestly, I like I don't options. think that Capcom has gotten so far down the bad road of like gotcha mm-hmm. levels of like paid stuff that we're having to pay for like meta stuff. It's not EA. I think, I think we're right. okay. I mean, like even, so, like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say that like even games like, uh, like overwatch, you have to pay for skins or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I remembered, uh, what was no, it? No, uh, you didn't, you didn't pay for skins in overwatch. Oh, in the Those new one, boxes. what is it? Overwatch two. Now you're paying for skins. It's like ridiculous. That's, that's a better, that's a better system though than loot boxes because oh, they were only loot boxes yeah before. yeah well now uh, i've been hearing from friends that there are like there are like skins that go on overwatch 2 for like 40 dollars what 40 yeah. dollars skins are you kidding me i'd rather spend yeah, that much money on t-shirts yeah we we had a uh, someone in the chat say you know they're not enjoying the new microtransactions in Monster Hunter either. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the problem is that like, I think, uh, you know, people like us who have been playing since earlier generations are more, you know, adverse to this idea because mm-hmm. we don't want to see it turn out like overwatch where it's like a $20 skin or, or overwatch one where it's a loot box. No, um, Exactly. But you I mean, know, like, like, yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's, yeah, there's, there's just so much. It's it's weird because, in comparison, Monster Hunter isn't that bad, but it feels like a slippery slope. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It feels yeah. like okay. So if we're willing to pay for this, are you guys willing to pay for this? And it's like, hey, why don't you stop worrying about what we pay for, and give us like a risen Kushala. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 you know, not, not saying that they aren't working very hard on the next set of monsters or whatnot. Right. Like, I'm sure that there are people on the team who are doing such things, but like, it's not the content that most of us care about. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know what I mean? Like there'll be a few people who will buy the stuff. And, but the problem is like us being bigger fans are, uh, we're the minority, right? The majority yeah. come in, play the game, get out, right? Exactly. Me being a crown hunter, you being an armor aficionado, we're obviously playing a lot longer than anyone else. Like, I mean, what, my hours are at 1,078 right now in in Rise slash Sunbreak. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I, I'm in it for the long haul. Um, I literally... About twenty minutes before we started recording, I crowned um, Violet Mitsune. Wow, uh, that quickly! Holy crap! 
Uh, I I don't know. I kind of went lax on it for a while. I didn't I didn't go like really hard on it. Um, the only thing I have left is Risen Camellias to Crown, and that one's gonna be not fun because Risen Camellias appears in one quest. Mm-hmm. Sounds fine, right? But it also appears in four locales, and I have to check all four locales, but there's so many monsters now that appear in those expeditions that I don't see him appear. Um, So, yeah, it's just... I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. like, it's such a... And, you know, the whole Afflicted stuff has been really turned me off of, of playing... A bunch as well, which is why you'll see me playing playing stuff like I don't know. I'm giving Hollow Knight another chance right now, and I'm giving uh, Power Wash Simulator a run for its money. <laughs> you know, like other games. Um, exactly. So, uh, Morg, also mm-hmm. a fellow Diablo fan, um, have you heard about? There's some controversy about this kind of stuff also coming in Diablo Four. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. Where, yeah, where they were actually going to develop some sort of a meta system, kind of similar to what they were planning for, uh, what they have already established for Diablo Immortal, and um, that I'm not was looking debunked. forward to it. That was debunked. So that that level of it was debunked. But right now, oh, as God. far as we know, there is there is indeed a season pass, right? Yeah, but it's all cosmetics, which again. Now, when we say cosmetics, we're like, ha ha, it doesn't matter, it's cosmetics, but they, they do matter, because mm-hmm. people will want them, and people will be like, there there is a bit of FOMO, which is kind of the point, right? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the point of a season pass, is to, is to you know, the feeling of missing out, you know, preying mm-hmm. on that feeling. Yeah, you know? I'm all too familiar with that. Thank you, World Nice Board. Oh, yeah, and then... Boy. And then um, Diablo 4 is also implementing paid skins as well, just like Overwatch. I mean, they're Blizzard, right? They're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sound like they're going to be about $10 a skin, um, which, you know, I'm hoping they're different teams, the Overwatch and Diablo team, but I'm hoping I'm hoping Diablo looks at what's happening with Overwatch 2 and says, nah, thanks. We'll, <laughs> we'll handle this a little better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this, this game is, you know, we've been waiting for what since 2019 so we're going we're going to be 4 years coming um, yeah. 2023 mhm yeah like i know yeah, i've been I've talking been really about it on this Diablo podcast 4, so yeah yeah. Um, uh, yeah i mean like yeah i did hear that yeah they were going to have a lot of cosmetic stuff and like i don't know like uh, i i i really Honestly, with Blizzard, like anything is up in the air at this point, and they may just decide to go back on things and then decide to just start selling people weapons and armor that have, you know, like meta skills and stuff like that. Oh, but I mean, the rumor, the rumor was they were bringing back the real money auction house, too. Oh, and no. Imagine, imagine if they did that bullcrap. Like, oh, like there no. was a whole reason why Reaper of Souls killed it in Diablo 3. Because it was hurting the game, so I, I don't think that's going to happen. I th- even when that rumor happened, I was like, they can't be that dumb. They cannot be that dumb. No, no, I really hope that they that they don't do that because that would be just absolutely stupid. 
Oh, blizzard, blizzard, so, blizzard, blizzard, blizzard. What do we do with you, you so, problem child? So let me. So let us let us shift a gear to what do we want to pay for? What do mm. we want to see? And one of those things that that, that is easy is something like Sunbreak. Uh, being a massive expansion, I have no regrets buying Sunbreak. I mm-hmm. love Sunbreak. Sunbreak and large DLC expansions with a lot of content. Um, I don't remember. It was like what forty dollars. Yeah, I think was it was it? roughly about 30? that. Yeah, I think it might have been. What was it? I think it was like sixty dollars up here, and with the depreciating value of Canadian currency at like seventy-five American cents to a Canadian dollar. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being about right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's um you know, it's it's that's the kind of content we want to see. I I think a lot of people like Sunbreak. Mm-hmm. I you know, that kind of thing. And we're paying for an expansion. Uh as well as another example from another game, uh Reaper of Souls of, mm-hmm. over Diablo 3. Reaper of Souls paying for that kind of, you know, like it's still the same game. You still require the previous game expansions, I think are good DLC. I like decent small dlc missions and stuff like that too i'm okay with the necromancer being a dlc in diablo 3 if you remember that mm-hmm. that was pretty cheap it was a new class uh it wasn't necessarily required a lot of people got it because like when you got um the switch version the switch version came with it the whatever blah 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 edition um another thing is i recently played mass effect uh, and Mass Effect has some really cool story DLCs. That oh were, yeah, that yeah were they've got like expanded DLC storylines where you can actually branch off and you can do like side quests that have their own extended storyline and stuff like that. But they don't directly impact the game, other than like whatever it is that you happen to collect from that mission that you can carry forward into the rest of the storyline. But right, it's its own another- thing essentially. Right, and and another favorite series of mine, Doom. Um, you can actually see the stark difference between what you know what I would consider a good DLC and a bad DLC between Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. All mm-hmm. of Doom 2016's content, like all of their expansions and stuff, focused on the multiplayer mode that most people didn't like. I liked it at first, but I ran you know like not gonna lie, Titanfall two came out that same year. Titanfall 2's multiplayer blows Doom 2016's out of the water. You know, yeah. like, not even, and not I mean, like, close. on top of that, like, Doom is has always been considered more of, like, a single-player game anyways. You play it for the single-player mm. content. I don't know not if you... true. Really? Not true. Well, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it, there was, like, two-player co-op. I mean, like, yeah, I'll admit that much. But, I mean, was, like, still, like, huge. you were playing cooperatively... Unless, you know, yeah. you were a dick and you decided well, to just shoot your partner and kill him and then, like, remove all their weapons and then you're at the end boss and you're like, well, fuck, what do we do now kind of thing. But, I mean... I mean, you, you're the one who gets into Quake, right? So, like, you love those Quake matches, you know, land parties and that kind of stuff. Doom started that. Like, that's... Oh, Doom came yeah. up with a networking system. So, Doom is known for its multiplayer, but modern Doom, I would say, it really, you know, does it better in the single player experience. Like you're saying, modern Doom yeah. does a lot better in the single player space. So when Doom Eternal had 
the single player expansions that not only told more of a story, da, 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 you know, again, I, I like Doom story, but that's not the thing for me. It was just more levels, you know, harder. Like, uh, were you around Morg when I was playing Doom Eternal's expansions? Were you on the podcast? I was, yes. And you were getting absolutely destroyed because there, oh, what was it? There were, yeah, there like, were a couple of monsters, like, yeah, where you bullets. were like it cut in that one hallway where you couldn't dodge left or right. And you were just getting absolutely blasted. Oh my God. That was yes. insane. And I think I, I think I remembered actually like seeing some of it, but I mean like, yeah, I streamed some of it on Twitch to a very choppy. Yeah. It was and like, was it was back- kind of hard to see like, cause it, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was, it was a bit laggy, but yeah, holy crap. Like some of the stuff that I've seen in there, like that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's for hardcore players right there. It, I was like, it, wow. I, I am proud having beat it on ultra violence. Screw nightmare. Oh my God. Uh, but you know, like that's a, that to me, those are some good examples of, of what we want to pay for in a game on top of the box price. Yeah. Right? Like we like, want, we want the experience to be further extended. We want to be able to enjoy more game is what we're, you know, hoping to pay for Like, you know, that's what right. the point of an expansion is, is to it further expand the entirety of the game with more content, right. you know, more gameplay, more storyline, you know, more stuff, like actual substance, like microtransactions so, for like few cosmetic things and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. As long as like, so, you know, you're going to be putting out more storyline and campaigns and whatnot for free. I guess that's yeah. okay. That's a decent trade-off, but I mean, like, as long as it's not a game like what would EA would normally come out with, like Battlefront, for example. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, I have no. to pay for the game. I have to pay for online service so that way I can play online with other people, and now I have to play, pay for loot boxes that are going to guarantee meta drops, and then that way I actually do well in the game. I have to pay for characters, so then that way I can use those characters against other people in order to be able to you know, yeah. get better rounds, and so I am guaranteed to win. No, no. Too much paying for, for little enjoyment. Um, oh! Hello. Doing a podcast. <laughs> How's your night going? That's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll see you in a bit. So, um, so yeah, like what, what is the worst takeaway that monster hunter could have from this conversation? <sighs> to me, I think like, okay, like, yeah, like let us buy more content, right? Like let us buy. And then they come back and they say, uh, so you wanted to pay for more content and not cosmetics, right? And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they're like, okay, $10 and you can fight Bracadius and Rise. Oh, that's terrible. Bracadius. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You know right. what they should do is they should have it so in that way you pay five dollars for a whole bunch of low for you know for each low tier monster that everybody wanted in the game but never showed up. For example, Sam Trios, uh, Gravios, Ignactor, all the ones that we didn't get, and then you have whoa, to pay. Whoa, 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 whoa! I gotta correct you on something. Gravy's not low tier. 
Gravius is a high tier monster. Okay, yeah, it's, he's it's on... he's like mid high tier, but he's not an elder dragon. You know what I mean? That's why I would yeah, consider yeah, yeah. it high tier. So he's like a good mid tier monster. You know, he's on par yeah. with a lot of like a lot of monsters like Tigrex on... and Mizutsune. You know, a lot of flagships. But yeah. um, he's on par with like he's like Rathalos level, and Rathalos, you know, he got he got a promotion in Rise. Like yeah. Rathalos is dangerous in Rise. Oh God. <laughs> uh, okay. Imagine it like okay. Imagine it like this. Imagine if you had to pay for the removal of monsters in your game. Now that would be something stupid. Like everybody has like that one monster that they absolutely despise. They don't want to see it show up. They don't want to have to farm it. Nah, and they don't even want like, to have work? to worry about materials from that monster showing up in the weapon tree for the weapons that they want to make. So what What are they going to do? They're going to go, Capcom, <laughs> we will pay you money to remove this monster from the game, from the datas, from the files. Just clean it out and make it so that, that way I can make this weapon without having to use any of their materials. That that would make Man, that, me very is... happy. I bet you one hundred percent that there's somebody out there who is exactly like that. Some crazy bastard who's just like, I hate <laughs> Rathalos so much. I love his weapons, but I hate that Rathalos is in every single game. Let's have a Monster Hunter with no Rathalos in it. I will pay you five hundred dollars to remove Rathalos, and I bet you Capcom would be like, okay, sure thing. And then there's no more Rathalos, and be like. What just happened? We'd all be freaking out. We'd be like, "You can't have Monster Hunter without oh, Rathalos." So you're not, you're not doing it to your file. You're doing it to everyone's file. Exactly. Oh, oh my god! Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that's like a nightmare scenario. Like, like, could you imagine? There's some like oh. troll group that amasses all this money, remove all the monsters, like. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. Oh, no. Every monster just became chameleons in world. Woo! Just going around yeah. the map, just looking for the monster, and then ten minutes just pops off, and then it's like, oh yeah, you've completed your quest. Good job. And you're like, but I haven't hunted anything. Okay. Um, I I guess yeah. that's the game, and it just gives you materials <laughs> for free. They're uh, all bomb badges. There's only uh, bomb yeah. badges left in the game. Yeah, Bombadgie Bowling, that's what it should be. And then, like, yeah, if you get, like, a perfect score, they just give you, like, random mantles and shit like that, just so, just so you can make, like, armor and materials, just so you can play better Bombadgie Bowling. Oh, boy. Yep. that That's yep. pristine content right there for a game. Yeah, just, just make the next Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter 6, Bombadgie Bowling. I would play that yep. 100%. And it has to be a Wii exclusive. It has to be on a dead console. <laughs> one that nobody even has access to anymore. So they have to go to a retro hey. game shop. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. I was say, the retro <laughs> game shops still have them. For Ooh. sure. Oh, yeah. Um, fuck it. Do it. Do it. Capcom. Let's see it happen. Oh, my God. Bonk. Oh. Uh, you know, I'd play Bonk. I'd play a spinoff of Bomb Badgie Bowling. Yeah, oh, that would be a great game. Oh, I, w I would definitely play it. Oh, why do I feel like it's something like Boom Blocks or like Super Monkey Ball, like some sort of a party game that you would only see on a Boom Nintendo Blocks. console? Oh, my the, God. The Steven Spielberg produced game Boom Blocks. I love that information. Oh, about Steven it. Spielberg. Like, oh, my God. That's his best work. It's better than any of his other works. E.T. was fine and all, but I think Boom Blocks. I think that one takes the cake. That's that's my number one Spielberg masterpiece right there. E.T.'s a close second. 
maybe even Super 8. Super 8's pretty good too, but Boom Blocks. Boom Blocks is where hey, it's Hey, Super, Super 8's an Ohio movie. I am all for that. And, and I'll, I'll, let that and... I'll let that be your number one. Boom Blocks can be your number two if you want. <laughs> um, yeah. If you've uh, ever... We just... Have you ever we played... Just had... Boomblocks? Oh yeah, dude, I love yeah. Boomblocks. It's a great game. It's like Jenga, but like on crack. Wonderful game. With with cannonballs oh. and really weird messed up like Roblox looking sheep and yeah. monkeys oh. and Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Great character design. Oh my god. Oh. I was gonna say, like Steven Spielberg create oh oh, we recently had this you missed one of the quiz, uh the last quiz. Oh um there's Spielberg. Steelberg. Steelberg. Yep. Steel Steelberg. That's his evil brother that steals his ideas. And no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no. Um. Uh. So he created the Medal of Honor series. I don't know if you know that. Really? Yes, he did. Steven Spielberg created the company and like, f- like, hand like hands-on with the medal of honor series of games and because of his work on saving private ryan so this came up at the quiz show that you missed oh because like because we're gonna actually we're gonna have our next quiz show uh probably uh, i'm just gonna have to look on my phone um yeah actually it's another five weeker so we're going to have oh. Monster Hunter next week and then another wild card. But the week after that's going to be the next quiz. Okay. So, yeah. Which will be November 5th. Yeah. We've, we've run into another five weeker. Oh, wow. I had no, I'm actually really surprised that it's actually co- November. Holy smokes. Yeah. I forgot. October is almost over. Holy smokes. Not, not really. We're, we're halfway through. It's, yeah. it's the 15th. So, Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Time's it's going to be. Flying. Yeah. Um, so all of the, all, all of the joking uh, aside, mm-hmm. um, I'm okay with people paying for the DLC for the weapons. I'm okay with people buying them. I mm-hmm. don't think they deserve to be kicked, but no. I do agree. This is not really what I want to see in monster hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't even layer my armor nine out of ten times. Oh, like wow. if I'm, I don't even like I, none of my weapons are layered. None of my armor's layered. Right now, what I'm rocking is full flaming Espinus with, um, a silver lose helm. That is Ooh. that is that is the aesthetic I like, and that is the also the armor I am actually wearing. Wow, so, it is a pretty good set. Like actually, like Flaming Espinas is actually yeah. pretty solid. Um, and it took—I yeah. forgot this last week. I couldn't. Uh, Ace and I were talking about it. I couldn't remember what they changed Chain Crit to. It's Burst. Yeah, it's Burst, burst. is the name of the skill. I'm kind of so. a little confused with Gold Rathian having Burst on her armor set because it only really affects the raw. Um, burst doesn't affect status ailments at all it's just elements her, and... one of one of her skills does though uh that would be status trigger and that's when yeah. you time a perfect roll into an attack 
um, all of your attacks will deal 100% guaranteed a status buildup. So yep. it makes it so that your weapons are like three times as efficient at being able to deal the uh, status buildup that you need in order for you to be able to take advantage of um, skills like 4A and um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a bunch. But I mean, like, yeah, like I'm, I've been, I've been running. I think it's the gold loon helmet and the, um, and the waist, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's really, really solid. Um, really, actually, it's, it's actually helped me to get through Ibushi. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, like, again, yeah, purely cosmetic paid purchases. You, d- I don't think that that's really something that's anybody's concern. I mean, Warhammer you know, promotes that idea of like, you can get characters, you can pay literally for characters if you wanted to, but I mean, most people don't and you're not going to really get shunned for it. But I mean, like people are usually more impressed with you if you're actually able to grind that stuff out and you actually get the character without having to spend like 80 or $90 just on Lochnitis or Rhino or whatever. Um, but again, I mean, like, Purely cosmetic purchases don't—they don't hurt the game. I don't think that they hurt the no. game. It's when you have to pay for things that are like you know, like meta armor sets, meta weapons, or like a brand new weapon design. Like if there was like a fifteenth weapon that you wanted and you could only get it through paying, you know, for that That'd DLC. That'd be nuts. That would. That, that would, would. That would. Yeah, that's worse than that the, would the ruin buying a everything. That would, I think that would ruin the entire fundamentals of the game, like, as a whole. Like, if you had to pay for the use of certain weapon classes and stuff like that, that would, that would ruin my enjoyment of the game 100%. And yeah, having to pay for monsters. Imagine if it was like a subscription fee. Like, you didn't pay your, you didn't pay your weekly thing to have the boomerang weapon. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, and battle passes. Battle passes for you to be able to have access to certain monsters. Oh, ooh, that's terrible. So, so okay. I'm going to pivot here. Uh, back to back to EA and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How bad is this going to be with um, the... Was it Wild Hunt? The new EA Monster Hunter... Oh yeah, I Wild remembered. Hearts. I remembered. Uh, a lot of people have been raving and raging about this game. The, it's it's very. I like the aesthetic of it, and I like the idea. Of Me it, too. Me but too. But my hopes but for it are not very high. It's EA, right? It's EA. Yeah. So, so I've what, been around for we... Anthem. I've paid eighty dollars for Anthem. Okay, guys. Oh no. I'm. Do you do you re- do you remember my reaction to that trailer? Do you remember? Oh. Because oh. I was like, oh yes, this looks so cool. I'm in it. Yeah. And then like those two letters pop up on the screen with that logo EA, and I was like, I'm out. Not buying it. Not buying it. And I was one hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, me and my brother, we were actually pretty hyped for it. And like, yeah, my brother was like, oh, man, you know, this is the redemption arc EA needed. <laughs> Let's go for it. Let's see if we can make content with it. And so I bought it and my brother bought it and my no. brother played it and he was so disappointed. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do now, man. Like, and he managed to he managed to. Well, no, I don't think the. 
I think they was managed the to give that... him some of his money back, but they didn't give it all back. And that just oh. made him even more pissed off with EA. So now he will never touch anything EA. And what was it? Yeah. Like in a matter of a couple of months, it dropped to like $20 and 15. Now it's like $5. I think it was, I think it was at $5 at one point. Who knows? It might even be free. Hell, they might even pay you money just to get the game. Uh, it didn't, you, you still have to pay for evolve. Like evolve, you still have to pay for it. So I doubt people are giving it away for free. I so. honestly, with, with what we got for Anthem. Yeah, it should have been for free. And, like, the fact that they couldn't even, like, get, like, another group in to try and salvage it, it, it became officially Abandonware. After they worked on it to try and patch it up and fix it, they were just like, it's just too much work, fuck it, we're just gonna leave it. And I was like, this is unbelievable, this was their chance to actually make Anthem a good game. And then they did that, and I was like, wow, unbelievable. Um... But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, EA has has done nothing but disappoint me. Um, CD Projekt Red, with with what I found out about Cyberpunk after my brother played it, all the way through, got his money back, and then used it to buy, like, three other discount games with that money after playing Cyberpunk all the way through and got all the different endings. I was like, wow. Um, yeah, I, I remember that one. I remember the cyberpunk one. The cut sequences at the very beginning of the game was like a whole other half of the game that you were supposed to play, but you never got the chance to because they never finished the damn game. So could you imagine what cyberpunk 2077, what would have been like if it was twice as big as what we had already gotten? Right. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. If they just sat down and actually spent time to finish the damn game, we could have had something absolutely incredible. But eh, that's what you get when you get a rush project. And, you know, a lot of people, yeah. like, paid for the game in advance. So, like, it's like making a down payment on, like, a freaking Tesla or something like that. That's that's what this would equate to. Only instead of getting a Tesla, you get some you get some person's beat up old station wagon, catalytic converters drag it across the ground. It doesn't even have a skid plate. That's that's basically what CD Projekt Red did with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, mm. but I mean, like everybody trusted them because they were renowned for The Witcher. So I mean, like yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I'm hoping that Capcom does not go down right. this route. I still like them for good old games. Like, I still like good old games. Like, good old games uh, is pretty good. I mean, like, the fact that I'm able to find, like, a lot of my favorite retro games on there and for the cheap. I mean, your, nice. your Gothic series is on there. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, remaking Gothic. Did you know that? They're yeah. remaking it. I hope that they give them better controls this time. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So, oh man. So I, I, you know, I, I tend to buy a lot of DLC even for games. I don't finish because like, I don't want to, like, I want to have the full experience per se. Um, so like, 
one of my worst purchases that I've done. You know the game Stellaris? The, the oh, 4X exploration yeah, game? Stellaris. Yeah, that's that real-time strategy uh, game where you play is. You play in you play in a galaxy or whatever, and you get like your mm-hmm. own quadrant, and you're trying to build an empire, and you're competing against everybody. It's basically Victoria Two, but in space, and it probably makes yeah. more sense because there aren't a whole bunch Super. of bullshit underlying mechanics that are intertwined with each other that people have no idea how they work, but they just know that so, they work. <laughs> I bought that game. And all of its DLC for like eighty dollars. Whoa! That is amazing. All right. Now, I paid eighty dollars to open up the game, be like, "This is way too complicated for me," and never play it again. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Well, it is. It is a very complex game. Yeah, there's so many as like it's so heavily nuanced that you have to know what you're doing. You have to really be like very enthusiastic and impassioned. So, so what I what I've done, so like so so the guy I talked about, I've gotten a little out of Monster Hunter a bit. Like I just played today because my brother and I were playing together, Mm -hmm. and he has not been playing as much games. Uh, I've also said this a lot of times. He's normally my hunting partner, but he's, he's gone to anime land. He has been watching tons of anime instead of playing games. So we had, we had an opportunity to play today. So that I was glad for that. So I've trying to been like play some other games and get into some other things and stuff. And one of the games that another game that's kind of older that I've gotten really into is skyline city built the city builder. Oh yeah. So I found this YouTuber called City Planner Plays. And he's a real life city planner that plays City Skylines. Oh and he my talks God. about like real life scenarios of like why you would do this and what's why it's important and like why you shouldn't do this. So like and you know, he'll explain how skylines has its limitations as a game and then also the things that you can do as a game that aren't really that are prohibitively expensive in real life yeah so he has this great like i love him for for this content and you know you know back to the the dlc talk like he has every mod every expansion and he's like so we're going to use this piece from this expansion or this piece from this mod because I like how it looks. And like he's got like so many tools on his belt and he knows how to like terraform the land perfect way with different tools and stuff and paint these things. And like I play this on I, I first play this on Switch a while back and I did really well. Mm-hmm. But then I play, you know, I played on PC now occasionally and I'm like trying to build a city the way he does. And I'm like, I don't know. What what is going on? Like I don't <laughs> like like this guy. He's like a wizard, and I like I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to like even like use a fraction of the knowledge he's been spitting out. Oh that I've been God. watching this guy for like a year, and I'm just like I don't know what you're doing, man. Like it's amazing what he does. Oh so my like God. okay, so you you play these things, right? You played these these like yeah, Sims or simulators. You know. Yep, all oh, they're so fun. So one of the things he does that I was like, I did, I didn't even, I like, duh, like this is how they would do it in real life. Why wouldn't you do it in this? Every single water line follows a road. Every single one. I was like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. sure. That one was easy to pick up. I'm easy to do that. But then he builds all of his houses with a single space in between them. The zoning. 
Oh. So he ends up getting these really large, like high, high paying houses because they're not crowded. Right. Oh, so like, because a single square line between every house. So he'll zone it out. So he's like building individual houses instead of just zoning the whole area and being saying, figure it out. Like, you know, like, like the game does. He's just like in, painting individual zones, which I thought it only had a fill tool. I was like, you can paint individual squares. Like, holy cow. Oh um, my God. And stuff like he was teaching you how to build a logging industry. And in one of the ones I watched recently, like, here's what you got to do. And he was talking about traffic patterns and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, please teach me your ways. I am unworthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my God. This guy's like an absolute wizard. You weren't lying. Yes. Oh my God. That's so cool. So yeah. I've gotten more more into that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I recently replayed Bayonetta one and two, mm-hmm. uh, coming up because three is coming up on the twenty eighth, which I mistakenly thought was coming out on the tenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I finished Bayonetta one and two. Um, you know, I've just been playing a crap ton of Gangsborg, like like mm-hmm. just like all the time. But I've been dropping a lot of games too. Like I've been start it and drop it. So, are you going to get Scarlet and Violet? Are you going to go for the new Pokemon? No, because no? honestly, like I've played around with the idea of having three types on my Pokemon before. And the more that I think about it, the more that I realize that it just completely screws up the dynamics of super effective, not very effective, doesn't affect like the whole the whole table come where, where are you getting the three types from up. is this something confirmed in scarlet and violet that i didn't know uh there's like some sort of like geomancy power or whatever it is that allows your pokemon to be able to take on a third type if possible depending upon i think it was i can't remember it this was a while back when i was um, first looking at the trailer where they had like a flying type Pikachu or a rock type Pikachu. And then there was like your fire starter gets further powered up by having a, a fire type transformation and stuff like that. Like it, it's an interesting I've never gimmick. heard anything of this. Huh? Uh, let me see if I can actually bring it up. Um, let me see. Okay. I was going off the base of Arceus. You played Arceus, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, like, it's a cool idea. Uh, let me see. Gimmick. Let me see if I can find what the new Scarlet and Violet gimmick is. Uh, gameplay gimmick. What is this gameplay gimmick? I remembered seeing it before. Uh, it is called... That's insane. Oh, what is it? God damn it. Ugh, stupid. Oh my god, of course it won't let me on there because I've got ad blocker. Why? Why 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 why? So um, So so while you're doing that, I did you did you look into Temtem, which is supposed to be at another Pokemon game? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it's called. It is called Terrastalizing. Uh, it allows your Pokemon to change into a new type. They're Terra type and powers up the moves that they use until the end of the battle. So I am assuming, and this is just an assumption because I haven't like looked into this deeply enough, but I'm thinking that what they're doing is they're making it so that your monster could be terraformed into a new type or get an additional type based off of their move pool. So if they have like say an electric type move and they're not an electric type, they can be terraformed 
to be an electric type, so then that way they can have a stab corresponding to their move pool. So I mean, like if Pokemon are going to have a third yeah. type added into into the into the uh, weakness and resistance table, it's going to fuck everything up, and it's going to be very very weird. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to play a game like that. It's a cool idea. I like the textures. I like the that they've upped the graphics in the game, and I like the idea of them having a Legends Arceus style Pokemon game again. But I don't think that mm-hmm. that's what we're getting. I think that battles are going to be the traditional turn-based system as they were I mean, before. Because it makes Arceus sense. battles were were a little janky. Like, mm. Don't give me wrong. Oh Arceus God, Legends Arceus is. Okay, I, I, I uh, yeah. If you if you want me to describe what what it's, what turn based bullshit I've had to deal with in Legends Arceus, the 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 ancestor to Wally, the chef who gives you the potato nom nom whatever it is, the weird Japanese dish. Mm-hmm. You find out he's a ninja, and he's also Wally's ancestor, and he comes at me with a sneezler. I have an Umbreon now on the field. He used quick attack four times in a row and then tried to finish me off with a close combat, and I had a sliver of health. Just the teeniest little sliver. But that was... I was so lucky that my my uh, Umbreon had just the right amount of defense boosts for, for him to be able to take that hit. But, oh my god. That was so dumb. Because, yeah, he went for, I think yeah. it was, four agile-style quick attacks, and then a strong-style close combat. And I was like, holy shit. I am not going to make it. But um, I had a I had a cleaver in my party. That cleaver did some damage. Oh my I'd go god! I go for the strong type move, and I would be like hit, and he's like he's a rock type, so he's got a high defense. So he's just like sure, whatever, slash like <laughs> dead. Like oh my I just god. Oh, I, lo- I loved my cleaver. He was yeah. he was like level he was like level ninety four when I finished the game. Oh like, my god. He was, oh. he was, he was ripped. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually really am excited for Scarlet and Vi, but I didn't know about the type changing stuff. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Just like with Monster Hunter, I'm not a fan of the, the end game mechanics that they do all the time with the afflicted and stuff. Yeah. I don't care for the gimmicks in Pokemon. I'm probably, if it's annoying enough, what I'll probably do is I'll probably just be like bug trainer cham again. And I will just only do bugs. And my Fue Coco. I'm so getting a Fue Coco. Oh yeah, love, that that guy is pretty that awesome. Fire alligator. Yeah. Oh, it's weird because he looks like a something between like a jalapeno, and his face looks like a half cut apple. Like you see it too, right? Okay. So do you remember when I was super excited about uh, Mitsune uh, being a bubble bobble dragon? Yeah. That's what Fue Coco reminds me of. Is the bubble bobble the Taito? dragon yes yes that is exactly what he looks like oh my god i just my mind's been blown yeah like uh all other people may know it as bust a move yeah you know the little the taito little dragons um that's 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 why i'm in love with him yeah like i 100 um i think so as far as like games have i've like picked up and dropped I've been picking up a lot more chess, and mm. I watched a video of this guy promoting this incredible board. It is insane. 
It has a built-in AI system. Like the, it is like top-of-the-line, cutting-edge AI technology where you can play against a computer with varying levels of AI difficulty. You have a help-you system that actually teaches you principles and textbook, um, uh, like turn-by-turn, like uh, plans based off of like games from like grandmasters as far as like 200 years ago. Wow. It showed like, it tells you like what moves are ideal based off of the position that you're in, what moves your opponent's positions are in. And, um, it allows you to not only play with an AI that's built into the board, it allows you to be able to play against, um, like, uh, like the most, cutting edge AI that has been developed by the chess community stockfish. It allows you to be able to play like uh, via blue. I think it's like, I think it's uh, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, and it allows you to be able to hook up to your phone and be able to also register the app on your phone. It also allows you to be able to play online against other people from anywhere on the globe, if they're playing on computer, if they're playing on their computer, you know, click with the mouse or whatever, you can play against them using a physical board. Wow. You can also play against other people who also have the same copy of this board. So you can play a physical board with anywhere against. in the world. It's a $500 board. But oh, like... jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the, that was the, the special... That was the special monitor I have right here that I can draw on. That's 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 that kind of money. So, it is. Oh, I'm like, I just am, like, I need this board. <laughs> I am not. I am not that much of a chess enthusiast. Holy cow! Oh, I love it. Oh, I want to play it so bad. Oh God. We we actually we actually had a discussion. I think yesterday, my brother and I did about chess with someone, and. My brother was known for being like the school chess champion and really good at chess and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then someone asked him, like, why don't you still play chess? He's like, because the amount of effort and the amount of studying it would take to get me to the next level is not worth it. So I will play at my level and be done with it. Like, he's <laughs> very like, yeah, it's still way above me. Like I was telling him, so he, um, he has this problem where, he is so good at strategic games uh, that people often over like focus him in a multiplayer game. And this happens a lot to him in the magic league he plays in too. Oh, he went in with a, with a pre-con deck, right? Didn't change anything. Went in with a pre-con got focused out. People were specifically keep teaming up on him in the commander league to get him out because he thinks on such a next level of these strategy games that he doesn't even realize what he's doing. Oh my God. Like he thinks he's being uh, like his, so his idea of himself is the Joker from, uh, uh, dark Knight. He's like, do I look like a guy with a plan? Like, (laughs) like that's, that's what he, Oh my God. He sees himself as, but everyone else sees him as like the mastermind, like, the mastermind, like, like Lex Luthor or, you know, like, like oh something like, 
thinking like 30 steps ahead of everybody. So the, so he has this problem where people like, and he really doesn't try to do that, but he's so good at strategic games. He's like, yeah, you just do this, this, and this. So we used to have this every once in a while. We would play um, this RTS uh, Stronghold Legends. Mm-hmm. And we would play it against, it was me, two buddies from college, and, and my brother. And we would do free-for-alls. And those free-for-alls would inevitably turn into Team Up on Chauncey. <laughs> because, because he is destroying all three of us oh simultaneously and still building up his resources. Like, like, like professional StarCraft level, like working against three opponents. The only way I could beat him was sacrificing my team because I played like the dark, like uh, the like the evil people or whatever. Yeah. So you had these these bat suicide units that would go in, blow up, and blow up a bunch of units. Right. I would only make that unit and just send them every time they were new, just suicide his team. Just oh my boom, god! Boom, <laughs> boom. So I had nothing. I had no one other than resource gathering like peons just to make bats, just to make these giant war bats that would just suicide bomb him. And then the other two could have a normal match. Like that was the only way we could have a normal game is if I specifically depleted my resources to their extent to keep him from gaining anything just to suppress him. So then that way you could actually have a normal game. So you have to like, you have to literally handicap your own brother he's, in the game in order to be able to make it so it could work. He, oh my God. Thing, G- guess what? He still always won. Jesus. Eventually I would be, Eventually, I would get too slow, and I wouldn't have enough bats to keep him down. And I would be crippled, and he would build back up, and then finish me off, and then he would finish off the other two. Oh, no. So, that's how good he is. That's how good he is at this stuff. So... Yeah, that reminds me an awful lot of StarCraft 2 online where we would do 3v3s and what I would do is I would play as the Zerg deliberately and I would just send my drones out to try and get as many hatcheries down as possible and then just like Mm. mine the ever-living crap out of the places that I had and just put like um, uh, bases in as many places as I could just so then that way I could just pump the other players full of resources. And so then that way they would just create these insanely huge armies. And then everybody would be like, wonder where is, where are they getting all this stuff from? And I'm like, and so, yeah, like that's literally what we would do. We'd be like, okay, we're good. We'll give you guys five minutes. We'll take five minutes, you know, and then we'll start the game at a five minute point, whatever. And then they're like, Morgan, do the thing and i'll be like all right i'm on it and then i just get those queens going in pumping up larva just making a shit ton of drones and i'd be like racking in like five thousand like every 10 seconds and i'd be like yes there you go ten thousand for you ten thousand for you don't worry i'm gonna make more oh my god and then all of a sudden people started catching on they're like wait a minute 
Where is he going? And then they'd like look at the map and they'd be like, oh my god, they've got a whole bunch of Zergs everywhere. And then I also noticed that some other people were also copying my idea as well, where they'd send the one guy out as a Zerg player just to try and take up the whole map and then take all the resources and then pump their team. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh my god. It's a bad, it's a really cheesy and really bad way to play, but... God, it's so fun. Oh, so, so today, uh, I don't have the girls this weekend because um, parenting schedules stuff for me has changed. Where uh, I don't have them every weekend now. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we went to a friend of mine and we we played this game called Spirit Island. Have you ever heard of this board game? I don't think I've ever heard of it before, but I'm really curious now. It took us it took us four hours to play a game, so a single match. Because Whoa. we we played it we played a long haul, um, so Spirit Island is you are these ancient spirits that live on this island with with the natives, um, that these conquistador settlers are trying to take over the island. They're they are the bad guys, oh. and you as the spirits are trying to kill them, scare them away, whatever. There's several victory conditions. Uh, and the different spirits have different powers and whatnot and can do different things. So today we played a more difficult scenario. We played like a, like we, we have normally played it even base game, like we'll say difficulty zero, right? Like just the normal game, which you can still lose if you don't play right. But every time I've played, we've won. So we're like, okay, we'll take a difficulty. So we went it up to three. We went to difficulty three Ooh. and we had my brother who would defend because like it's it's a little weird because you have uh like these the map is separated into different biomes and each land has two versions of every biome so for per it's it's everyone has their own section of the map they're sitting in front of mm-hmm. you can of course go to other people's maps because they're all connected but essentially there was three of us playing and it's cooperative by the way this is why mm-hmm. I like it uh, it's, it's, it reminds me of your Zerg rush attack, uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have your own land and it consists of like two marshlands, two mountains, two plains, like two forests or whatever. Like all these different biomes and you flip over a card and it says, okay, explore in this biome. So like you'll have people explore, like the bad guys exploring in that area and then flip over build in this biome. So they build cities, they build towns, and that kind of stuff. And that, you know, and then ravage in this biome. And it's where the enemy units deal damage to the biome. Like basically, my, you know, Ooh, cutting down trees. Yeah. Farm, making it farmland or whatever. Uh, and they'll cause a blight uh, if, if you don't defend it. So you have to sort of keep this whole idea man- managed. You have to keep them away from certain things. You're trying to manage like, okay, so they're going to build here. So we need to get them out of here before they ravage here. And it's just like a lot of complex stuff that you got to handle. Today I played the slumbering serpent, which was my great spirit or whatever. And I don't remember what, what my other friend played, uh, but my brother, he played this defending rock thing that was good at defending things. Um, and my friend, he played things that would like move things around and wouldn't kill them. So like we had a very like non kill game. So there was a lot of bad guys on the, on the board 
and I was the slumbering serpent. And what I did is I gave them resources. And that's it. That's all I did for the beginning of the game. And then at the end of the game, I was giving them resources, giving them uh, so like energy to play their cards, right? Mm-hmm. But then like you can do bigger, better attacks and stuff with these like all the cards have these symbols of like fire, water, and da da. So elements, right? Mm-hmm. So I was giving people resources, giving them elements, giving them super powerful cards for free. Which normally these powerful cards you have to like like delete a card out of your deck to use it. Oh, and wow. I was giving them to, and I was giving those to for free because they're that powerful. So like because I was supporting so much, my friend got this card that says. Take one of those sections that someone's in front of, destroy all bad guys in that section. Which is like unprecedented. Yes. So uh, with, with our support and our powers combined, we won the game because he was able to destroy so many people uh, and so many things. Our victory conditions, your victory conditions get easier as time goes on but you're closer to losing Mm -hmm. so like your victory conditions in the first era is like um no settlers anywhere like no explorers no no villages no cities Mm -hmm. second one is like uh um no villages and no cities right last one is no cities so we were on the last one and all the cities got pushed into the onto my brother's side of the map and then he was like, we just remove that map and destroy everything on it. That's oh, my this God. <laughs> but I had to give him like it was to the point where so a normal amount of energy, I wouldn't say is like five. Right. You get like because you can play like there's a bunch of ones and twos. And sometimes you'll get like higher expensive cards to give you like worth five and eight. But you do a lot of saving up to play those. Mm-hmm. I was getting 12 energy a turn. And giving them four energy a turn, and giving them like, 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 like I was just like, here you go, take it all, and I'm uh. getting some, and everyone's getting cards, and everyone's putting down stuff, and I was just like, yes, but like I started off so slow, I was like getting one energy a turn, and then I was like getting like one card a turn, and I was like, I'd be like, this is my play, for the whole turn, this one thing, and they're like, why aren't you doing it like? This is what this does. But like, as I started going, I got stronger and stronger. Like this character was a slow buildup. So like, it was, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's an expensive and it's a long game, but it's very fun. I think you would probably enjoy it a lot more. It's, it's like, it's, it's like a, it's like a cooperative risk. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I'm going to definitely look this up. Let me see. Spirit Island. Okay. Yeah. I would pick up a copy myself if I wouldn't the opportunity to play with someone if this guy didn't already have everything. So it's like, why buy it when he already has everything? So. Oh, yeah, it's totally a game. Oh, wow. Okay, so it is. Huh. Let me see. So I can get it at greater than games. Okay. Ooh, wow. Okay, so it. Spirit Island plus it's the got expansions, a lot of expansions insert with okay, I can get it for like eighty bucks if it comes with the wooden organizer set, and it comes with the expansions. That's not bad. 
I might consider Yeah, and there was that. just a brand new released that we didn't even get. We didn't even. We saved the brand new pieces for because uh, another friend was supposed to join us today, but he wasn't able to. Mm. So we were like, we'll save that for when he's here. Um, so we didn't do the the new expansion, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Like and that that's... was that was like from one to five o'clock today. Oh, like, that was wow. what I was doing. And that's another great example of like where you would actually spend your money for expansions. You know, for like literally content that further extends the game that actually like further right. impacts the enjoyment of the game you know building on the gameplay oh yeah that's wow that's actually a great way to something oh my god full circle full circle beautiful <laughs> work well done so so um do you have any other thoughts on because like I, I think we both agree that the kicking people is too far Right. Yes. Like, but I also don't want to see more paid DLC content like this in, mm-hmm. in Monster Hunter. But it, it, overall, it's rather inoffensive, but I would rather not see it. If that, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it's 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 not hurting anybody that it is there. But I mean, it is creating something of a shoe in the door for, you know, more opportunities for them to probably try and take more liberties and with what we've seen from like other big de- game developers and what they've been trying to get away with, um, right? Yeah, like it, it's understandable to be a, lo- a little bit more leery about this stuff and to kind of be on edge with with d- paid DLC content and stuff like that. But I mean, honestly, I have not seen anything yet from Capcom where you've had to pay for like you know, abs- like for, for stuff that is like game changing in, in, in like the quality of like a certain product that they are selling that is very exclusive. So, I mean, like, you know, paying for an expansion, that's totally fine because it's essentially a second game yeah. in one. Like, I you, mean, it feels like a it. second game. Um, I, I think Sunbreak had less content than I wanted it to and I expected, but mm-hmm. it's still worth the money. Yeah, honestly, like I've I've actually been enjoying it quite a lot. Um, I'm actually quite surprised. Um, yeah, honestly, um, I see really nothing very wrong with the game as far as like as I've been playing it. But I mean, I've been playing it very casually. I can understand yeah. that there are going to be people. There's going to be people that are going to be playing the games, you know. A little bit more fervently and like a little bit more um what's the word i'm looking for um they're they're really gonna like sink their teeth into it and like really dig yeah. their roots into it and then like you know like play it to its absolute fullest in like a very short amount of time i get that Th- there are people who are like that but i mean like uh, my life is just way too busy to be playing video games all the time so yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the with the yeah. amount of content that I do have and that I'm able to get through, it is a very enjoyable game because it is actually taking me a lot longer than it would normally for me to be able to get through a game. I was able to get through four you in a very short amount of time, and I yet yet I still enjoyed it. Um, right. But yeah, I'm actually surprised with less content. It's actually taking me longer because 
well, now I have to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your your life changed quite a bit since then. Yeah, one year, one year was all it took, and then everything's just been completely changed. It's, it's. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't really have a lot else to say on the topic. What about you, Morg? I think uh, I think we can uh, wrap it up today, unless you got some more to say. I think all I'm going to say is, is uh, I'm going to trust Capcom on this one. I mean, like they're yeah. really the company that seems to be there's. They seem to be a pretty good and trustworthy company. I think that they know what they're doing. Um, the company that was responsible for the making of Warhammer is pretty decent, and I think that Capcom is probably taking a page out of their book. Purely cosmetic stuff is what's, you know, is the name of the game. Um, and right. as the game goes along, like, there's going to be more expansions and whatnot. And it's stuff that you don't really, like, like for Warframe, you don't pay for the expansions and stuff like that. You pay, you, no. you're really you contributing. The yeah, you're contributing through, like, the, almost. like, yeah, through the aesthetics and stuff like that. Like, more, it's more mm -hmm. or less like a donation than anything else. But, um, yeah, with Capcom, we're paying for the game, and you are paying for the option to add, you know, silly clothes and, you know, different armor skins and stuff like that. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. I think that maybe people are blowing it way out of proportion. It's it's not uncommon to see this in the video gaming community for people to blow things out of proportion. It is a game. Don't Fair. worry about it. Yes. If you have a problem with it, don't pay for it. Don't worry about it. There's there's always something else that you can do. But yeah. 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 Yep. So uh so like I said, next week we're gonna do more Monster Hunter guessing. Uh this will be our third episode of this. Oh um, dear god. With Sasha. You missed you missed some funny ones. You missed Kazoo. Oh, uh, really, Kezu? Oh my God! How, yeah. Oh, oh, now I'm gonna have to go back into the podcast episodes and try and find that one. Which episode is that one? Two hundred and. Uh, I can tell you. Uh, so the audience, if you want to catch up, uh, oh goodness. Okay, so tracks. Da da da. Two hundred and thirty-three. Two hundred and thirty-three. I will be listening to that one tonight. That one's going to be a fun one. Oh, boy. Yes. Yep. I'm really looking forward to that one. Oh, boy. I can so I can that's... only... I'm going to try and guess along and see how many I get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be doing that again uh, next week. And then the week after, we'll have another wild card because it's another five-month, uh, five-week month. So, and uh, hopefully we have everyone, although Ace is coming up really close on his kid's due date. So we might be missing him for a couple weeks after that. Wait a minute. Ace has got a kid? When did yeah. this happen? I didn't... Uh, it's been a while. He hasn't talked about it too much, but his, uh, his fiancé is, uh, is with child, and uh, she's due uh sometime soon ish so tell that guy to get that wedding ring on her already holy shit i mean he, he's, the bush, he's been covid really messed with those plans mm. I, I think uh yeah um, i suppose yeah he really had invited he i'm actually invited to go 
but he hasn't told me any details. I think they've not really solidified it. Quite yeah. Yet. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully something turns out. You know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, everything goes. You know, um, uh, I don't really want to say according to plan because I mean, like, I'm hoping that they're able to get the wedding all sorted out and you know before having to worry about labor pains and such. But I mean. Yeah, you gotta oh, no. do what she's, you gotta she's do. She's already there. She's oh. already there. Like, I, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she's already there. Not like already having the kid. That's not why he's not here. Um, yeah. But yeah, but they're probably already there. getting to the point. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Hey, you know what? I, I would like to see him. You know, carry her over the altar. You know, with, with, with the. You know, I mean, although. They could do it like, you know, kind of like a, uh, what's the word? Like a matrushka. They could do like the whole matrushka doll thing where, you know, he'll be carrying her and she'll be carrying the baby and the baby will be carrying a toy. And, you know, yeah, they could totally do it like that. That'd be a great way to hold and carry her up the altar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe, maybe he can make the baby his best man. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who's, who's in the wedding party. I know I'm just invited. So yeah, we'll see. We'll so, see what that turns out, but I think it's going to be a happy occasion. Congratulations. So, um, Ace. Yeah. Yeah. So we, exciting stuff for him coming. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to get some more monsters and it's going to be hilarious. And I'm going to laugh my butt off because Sasha's going to going to describe them. And both of you are going to be like, what? And I, I was timing them this time too with Ace. <sighs> so we are, we have, we have reduced it. There's between each clue, between of my clues. By oh, the way, uh, we're going to have a, uh, one minute timer and she's describing her clues all along. Eventually she, she runs out, but like, yeah, so we so we have less dead air because we had to cut a lot of dead air of the first one. Oh, I can imagine. So, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. Uh-huh. I I was really deep in thought. Oh my god! And like oh, you guys had me stumped for a lot of them, and they, they were so obvious. But the way she was describing them, I was like, what the hell is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what makes it so interesting because she's so on the outside. She doesn't think like us, and I yes. love it. Oh. I, I love it so. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in and watching. And thank you. Uh, we had a, a very active user in the comments. Uh, thank you for for the feedback there. I know I didn't uh, respond much. I'm very bad at the Twitch thing. I'm sorry. I would have <laughs> responded if I had my Twitch open, but unfortunately it screws around with a lot of stuff going on. So uh, I'm terribly yeah, sorry. Fine. I wasn't able to see it's any okay. of it. Um. So, uh, again, thank you for everything. Uh, you can follow us at Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter. Uh, you'll see me on there. You're actually going to see tonight, you're going to see my Violet Mitsune uh, post uh, where I show that I crowned it. Ooh. I've got one monster left. It's just the Camellius, yeah. um, which I will not I will not be working on tonight. No way. No, like, I, I don't like doing that monster by myself. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for Chance. Um, maybe we'll get some time in tomorrow. We have a basically a day off tomorrow so, yeah i mean basically you know i normally you know you think weekends are a day off when you're single dad weekends are not a day off no but i don't have the kids for the next two weekends so this yeah. weekend and next 
So I have a morning shift first thing. Yay! Woo! Oh, that's water- wonderful. Well, yeah. at least it's money, right? Yes, so. yes, it is. It's forty hours a week, and you know what? I will take that fifteen dollars and a nickel. Booyah! Yep. That nickel raise <laughs> is great. It's paying the bills, um, baby. And then also, uh, even though Ace isn't here, be sure to follow him at Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter. He does a lot of Monster Hunter content. He does a lot of social stuff too, which you know I don't give, I don't do a lot of, but I normally agree with Ace. I just you know don't get like to get political. Um, yeah, boy, those two. Sasha and Ace, sometimes before a show, they will stress me out with all the heavy political stuff. And then we're like, right into the show. And I was like, how do you do this to me? And then afterwards, we talk about heavy political stuff. And I'm just like, please stop. It's hurting my soul. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. I won't be talking about the Freemasons uh, here anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Thank you, Morg. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, It was a long break, but, you know, Mm -hmm. life comes in the way first. So that's understandable. Yep. My pleasure to always uh, be here. Yep, thanks everyone, and we'll see you next week. Yep, take care everyone. Laters.